Hi friends, welcome to the Bible Project Daily Podcast, episode 271, which is part 202 of our journey through Genesis. And we're still in the midst of looking at Genesis chapter 26. And I've called today's episode, Like Father, Like Son. I'd remind you that there's always a transcript of each and every one of these podcasts available in the episode notes of any audio version of the podcast. Now, if you happen to be watching the video version on one of our platforms like Facebook or YouTube or elsewhere, then just follow the link through to the audio version of Buzzsprout and you'll find the transcript there within the episode notes page. But just to, to summarize where we're up to in this opening half of Genesis, to summarize the story so far, I'd like to, to remind you that it told us there was a famine in the land and Isaac has ended up in a Philistine city. And when he gets there, he makes the choice to lie to the local leader and the people. And that's the point where we're up to at verse 11. Now, I'd like you to let me lay out a couple of truths that I think are embedded in this story. One very straightforward one is a warning to say, don't follow in the flaws of your father. You see, this passage deliberately calls attention to the fact that Isaac did exactly what his father had done before him some chapters back. And by including this repeat of the events in the Bible narrative, I believe God wants us to compare them and learn from them. So don't do what your father does in terms of bad behaviour. Don't copy the flaws of his character. Elsewhere in the Bible, like in 1 and 2 Kings, this behaviour is referred to as walking in the sins of the father. What we would today, the sort of things that we would today make us say, like father, like son. Now, I think we could read this passage together and walk away of it saying, yep, it is, I don't want to follow in my father's flaw and I don't want to make the same mistakes as he did. I think that's one great lesson that comes through here. The fact that Abraham lied and it caught up with him, that Isaac later on tells the same lie and it catches up with him also. So be sure your sins won't find you out, because what you reap is what you'll sow, to quote the book of Proverbs. You know, I'm reminded of uh, events a pastor colleague of mine told me about someone in his congregation who he knew had quite a good job in the business world. But one day, he says that that man told him his boss came to him and said, I want you to make an untrue disclosure to one of our customers in order that we might win the order and keep his business. In other words, lie in order to maintain the business. Now, the man who is part of this pastor's congregation was a Christian, obviously, and he refused to do that. But his boss put pressure on him, insisted, and the guy, at the end of the day, he replied, and I quote, if I do this for you, you'll never be able to trust me again because you'll never know whether I'm lying to you or not. Now, the boss, he was still infuriated at the defiance and he threatened to fire him. But the Christian employee on this occasion did not budge. And as a result, they did lose that customer and they lost the account. However, the man still managed just about to hang on to his job. Now, quite a few years later, the original manager who had put the pressure on this guy headed up a management buyout of the company and that manager became the owner of the company 
and a couple of days after those events happened he called in this chap and he called him into his office and the man probably quite naturally thought oh no he's going to finally sack me now he has complete control of everything but you know what to his surprise the owner offered him a considerably higher position in the structure of the new company and the reason he offered the promotion was according to the boss and again I quote he says now that I own this company I recognize that you're the only one here that I can truly trust so friends don't lie just tell the truth it's an obvious one it's so obvious that you might miss it when looking at this passage but another observation I think we can make when we look at it is that we should obey the Lord. What's interesting to me is that the story says it's possible to obey the Lord one minute and disobey the Lord the next. Initially, Isaac partially obeyed the Lord, but then he turns round and out and out lies. Now, we all have to be careful because sometimes when we do the right thing, we are in danger of becoming proud and then thinking because we have done the right thing that we are righteous and that's the very point when we can slip up when you think we are in danger of thinking that we're righteous that is when the devil is most likely to come in that is when we are most likely to fall so be careful friends it's possible to obey the Lord one minute and then make a massive mistake the next and this passage I believe beautifully illustrates that juxtaposition all right so is that all we should get out of this passage? One, don't follow the flaws of your father. Two, don't lie. Three, don't disobey the Lord. All of those things are true. But I don't think that any of these things are the main point of this passage. So why do you think God inspired this passage in the book of Genesis? Well, Bear with me for just one minute because I want to talk a bit about how I believe we should approach the Bible. You may have noticed that I began the Bible project a year ago, not by launching off straight into the book of Genesis, but initially by doing an overview of each and every one of the 66 books of our Bible. You see, it's almost too obvious to say, but the Bible is a collection of books. It's written in individual books. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, etc. Now we see humanity came along later and divided those books into chapters and then he divided those chapters into verses. In fact, some of the books, he took one book like Kings and Chronicles and made them two. But then he subdivided the, all the books into chapters and then those chapters into verses. And we often, we focus on the little verses, which is fine. That's totally legitimate. But we always need to understand that these verses and those chapters sit within the context of the book in which they were originally written. If you don't understand the verses of the Bible and the chapters of the Bible within the context of the book, you are in a danger of misunderstanding them, sometimes missing the point completely. So I can't stress how important it is, friends, that you look at every verse and every passage in the Bible within the context of the book in which they are contained. So back to Genesis. Why did the Lord make a big issue out of this passage? And how does this passage, these first 11 verses of chapter 26, relate to the rest of the book? Well, I believe the book of Genesis 
is about God's creative plan being fulfilled through the Abrahamic covenant. That's the big picture here. When he said to Isaac, don't go down to Egypt, he deliberately appeared to Isaac and not only said that, but reminded him of the covenant he had made with his father. And also reiterating that he intended to keep that promise no matter what. And that, I believe, is the message of this passage. It has to do with the Lord keeping his promises. The Lord keeping his promises no matter what. So all the stuff about Abraham lying and Isaac lying and Isaac following in the flaws, the mistakes of his father and disobeying the Lord. When you put it all together, you come up with something that says that this is all there to demonstrate that God is faithful to his promise even when we are fickle ourselves. Even when we fail, even when we repeatedly fail, God is faithful to what he promised in his original covenant. Our failures will never ever forfeit the promises of God. And isn't that great news? Okay, we'll leave it there for today and we'll pick up and maybe draw a conclusion and completion to this chapter, opening half of chapter 26, when we come back together again tomorrow for me or whatever the next day is for you on the Bible Project Daily Podcast. But at this for now, I'll see you right back here very soon, I trust. Bye-bye for now.